Warning. The following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. All right, here we go. Season eight. Season eight. Welcome to the official Impractical Jokers podcast. We're coming to you live from North South Productions, the the HQ, the headquarters. Uh, The Joker's Cave. Yeah, the Joker's Cave. That's right. My name is Casey Jost. I'm James McCarthy. And of course, the man himself. Me? (laughs) We need more enthusiasm. This is a season eight podcast. All right. Give me another introduction. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. and the demanding demand- Danny Green. <laughs> and the demanding wow. Danny Green. Ladies and gentlemen, Danny Green. Oh, Casey James, Dan, thank you very much. Yes, of yeah, course, of Dan Samatovich. Yeah. yeah, on the ones and twos. Audio engineer <laughs> and, on and the ones threes, and twos. I guess. Sound yeah. provider, sound design. Very exciting because this is, we're back with season eight. And what an episode we got here. I'm very excited because, honestly, the, I've seen the cuts of the first three episodes of season eight. Yeah. And they're outstanding. They're Some great. Some of our best work. Uh, I, I I, I don't like to, you know, just say things are great, things are great. I agree. No, you're a very negative person. You tell me all the time the things I need to improve about my looks, especially which is an HR nightmare. Yeah. But this first three episodes are fantastic. It's crazy. Really? 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 The guys have just upped their game considerably. And it's, it's amazing how it's like, it's so simple, but I think they took a nice little break and they just came in like... Like a, a wrecking ball? <laughs> it came in like a wrecking ball, like a Miley yeah. Cyrus song. Yeah. They just did. knocked it out of the park. And I love it. And this episode's great. And it starts with such a great bit. I want to just jump right into it. I don't even want to ask how you guys are doing. I don't care. I'm fine. No, we're great because the show is back. And that's all that matters. <laughs> that's, right. that's why we're here. Cab. Back into a cab. I'm yeah. so glad that they're behind the wheel again. I love it. We, we haven't done this in a very long time. No, we haven't done it in a long time. The last time we filmed it, uh, we filmed it. On probably one of the shortest days of the year <laughs> yep. in like December, and uh, we didn't like years ago in a, in on December day, and we didn't learn our lesson, and we filmed it again on almost I think the shortest day of the year. Yep. We filmed this like either in, like oh no, we actually filmed it in January. So like again, like fighting daylight, like trying to get this bit in. Uh, it's nuts because yeah. we wanted to do it for so long. Like we're like I I forget which was the first season was that we did the cab bit, but we wanted it since like season one. We yeah. they wanted to be like cab drivers in some way. True TV I think early on had an issue with them driving like legally. It's like a lot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to like insurance needs to get your back because you're in you're driving a car with a person and you're yes. pulling hijinks. The stakes are high. Yeah, and Sal is looking at a map while driving. That blew my <laughs> mind. He did like, a really good job. Yeah, he's got this big map and he's turning while like unfolding a giant uh, map in the front seat there. And then every, every, let's break it down. So everybody, you talked about that. Let's talk about mm-hmm. Sal's turn. It's a little out of order, but I'm all yeah. about it. Sal's turn was great. The, I, the fog machine? A fog machine <laughs> to start. Oh my God. I, of course they didn't get in that car. No, no they, but they had to make the cut because it just looked like it was like maybe Cheech Marin driving the car. <laughs> Brooklyn car, sir? Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was just on break. I'm sorry. (laughs) A great line as the smoke billows out of his cab. That shot was perfect, too. It was like such a faraway shot. Yeah. And the smoke coming out was incredible. Wow. And then... um, then the woman he gets in there who's kicking the back of the seat, who's actually not. Cool. Uh, just if you, don't, if you don't mind, just don't kick the seat, please. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. I'm so, does it seem like I'm kicking? Because I haven't been kicking anything. Oh, okay. Oh, my <laughs> that God. That whole thing, I felt so bad. because, And you, you could tell Sal's face, he felt so bad that, saying it. It's one of the times when you're watching the show that you're like, please don't say this. Like, please don't do it again. You really feel for Sal. <laughs> right. But I love the turn of he, him thinking that there's another person in the back seat <laughs> with know. her. Oh, my God. I thought two people got in. <laughs> It's so I, it's he also plays like, it so well. He does. He be, he's like a believable crazy person who's like, yeah. I, if I were that woman, I'd be like, I do believe that you believed that there was another person here. Oh, 100%. She just believed that Sal was the craziest cabbie she's ever had. <laughs> but moving along quickly, I can't believe Joe Gatto played harmonica as well as he did. Or is Case, that harmonica just that easy to it, play? It's Yes, it is that easy. That's why <laughs> John Popper's a fraud. Uh, made a whole career out of it. But wow, shots at Blues Travel. That, I love, you, blues Travel, you know I love you. Wow. Uh, come on, we go way back. But uh, the harmonica that you see in the show is one thirtieth of what he does. He played harmonica for 15 minutes on that cab ride. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's, it's more like kind of like a mellow upstairs. I can talk to him. 
<laughs> Seriously, there's footage of him playing. They should, True TV needs to release that as an like, album. An oh. album. Uh, 100%. What would the punny name for right. Joe Gatto, the blues man, be? Oh, man. Blue, um, blues Eyes Traveler? I don't know. Harmonica Lewinsky? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll it. I don't know. Harmonica Lewinsky and the blues dress? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. There we go. That's, that's great. Wow, he just did that. Yeah. Well, there you go. And that's face. why they pay us the bucks. Uh, <laughs> they actually just pay us with deer, like bucks. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, a 10-point stag in my house. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's great. I, that, that whole turn was amazing. Q's turn. Speaking of Blues Traveler, what about Smash Mouth? The guy doesn't want to hear Smash Mouth? It's <laughs> insane to me that he doesn't want I to. Lo- that guy was the most New York character we've had on in a long yeah, time. Yeah. He was authentic New York. He was authentic. He had like an Anthony Bourdain kind of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it made me miss Bourdain watching that because I loved watching his shows. But yeah. And the other thing about Q that's funny when we all like talk about pitching like things you can do and whatever, like we'll pitch other bands. We'll be like, oh, maybe like say something like you were just listening to, uh, I don't know, uh, Travis Tritt. And he's like, well, why, why wouldn't I just say Smash Mouth? You mind if I rock out to Smash Mouth? Do you want to uh, rock out to some Smash Mouth? Smash Mouth? Smash Seriously. <laughs> he's like, if there's a band that I mention, it's going it's to be Smash Mouth. Of course. So I don't even pitch any other bands on this show. Uh, I, I want to jump back because back to Joe's turn because when they say when he says like oh that is me the photo and it's Al Pollard who's yeah. our cameraman yes. who's our camera person Al who is like the best guy in the world he's like the sweetest guy Nicest. and when Joe says that that was from the summer yep. it's just killed me <laughs> it's killed me because it's like you're not saying like oh I was tan you're just like letting them <laughs> like letting it like live from like yeah that was from the summer does Al yeah. have a, a hack license a taxi driver's license I don't no, know I, I took that, was... that photo of Al <laughs> because we knew we wanted to do this bit and one day I was just like Al can you like in the office like can you just stand over there if we need it? and I was like I love it you can do it just make sure people say Al Pollard not Pollard it's Pollard <laughs> yeah, Pollard and so we did that <laughs> End That's of amazing. story. Yeah, Al's been on the show for a really long time. I think you've probably seen him like at some point. But uh, he's I love been that. great. He's been a, a DP on like a lot of like big like Roger Waters concerts and stuff like that. But again, we can't mention Roger Waters. We can only mention Smash Mouth when it comes to Q. <laughs> I know uh, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd, of course. Uh, seeing the guys drive was interesting. Do you guys have you driven much with the guys? Oh, I think I've been in a car with all of them. Like when all of them were behind the wheel. Uh-huh. Although I'm thinking Murr would would have been really brief. He doesn't like to drive, but early on, I think sometimes like we would all take turns driving the van, uh-huh. you know, back from places. Gatto for sure. I've been in the car with him a bunch of times. Sal definitely a lot. He used to. Yeah. I think we've talked about this on the cruise. Maybe uh, I forget. Maybe it was on the JV. Yeah, spot you cast. guys would joyride more yeah. or less, but in your cars. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be working at the bar all night and be like, "I'll drive you home," and then I would just stay. Sometimes fall asleep at the bar, and then he'd wake <laughs> me up when he was like finished cleaning up, and he would give me a ride home. Yeah. Um, so I've been in his car probably the most. Q, I've been like, I've like, oh, I have to go to Staten Island after set. Yeah, and he, w- I would jump in with him and go to Staten Island if I was going to see my parents or something. Mm-hmm. So I would say though that Sal's the best driver. Oh, wow, really? I think safest. I bet, yes, there you go. I think he's probably the safest. I don't know who the best, like if they were doing like a like an Indy 500, I don't know if Sal would win because I, I would think he's a little too careful. Definitely. But I bet like stunt driver, I, I'd wonder who it would be. I, my hmm. bet would be Q just because he's the bad boy of the group. <laughs> stunt driver, yeah. I think speed though, I think Murr. I think he's like a rebel without a car. I Until I see him behind the wheel, I don't <laughs> think he can drive. <laughs> I know. That's like when we had like, he got his uh, driver's license photo like taken again. I was like, mm-hmm. that doesn't even matter. He doesn't drive a car ever. Yeah. But, um, so I'll say this. On yeah. my bachelor party, yeah. the four guys came and we did go-karts. Like my brother surprised us with like go-karts like uh-huh. at this track in New Orleans. We go there and... Like legitimately, first round I had first place, so, but like that was for like no that big wasn't deal. Even, that was it wasn't cumulative because I'll explain. Second round I get first place. My brother okay. had second. Sounds like third they're doing round, your favor for your bachelor party. Winner take all. <laughs> third round Colin takes it. My brother takes first place. I get second place. Big but brother move for the entire thing. Fastest time James Murray. Wow. He was reckless, but yes. one of his laps in those three laps and those three times we went around, right. like three, not laps, but three, three events or whatever, um, he had the fastest time by like 
several seconds. I believe that 100%. He was just pedal down, probably like swerving all over. (laughs) But I I assume that's how he is on the streets. You're like bumper cars, go-karts. James Murray knows that. I don't think he's been behind the wheel of a car with like a a Hemi engine (laughs) ever in his life. Uh, You Uh, know what's a funny story, though, about driving with the guys? Uh, I got to go on a Zamboni recently at a Devils game with Q and Joe. That's cool. Which was insane. Who drove? Uh, it wasn't either of them. It could have been Murray. I wasn't even looking at who was driving. I was just, it's so fun. So it was in between periods and like the guy, uh, so the devils had the guys of the game and they were like invited a bunch of crew there. And, uh, I, I went and then the guys were doing things like bits in between things, like throwing t-shirts to the fans. Uh, they had a thing called Titanic cam. And so then like, uh, Q is behind Joe while, uh, my heart will go on is blaring and they're doing the, you know, king of the world bit. In between yep, periods. And then love it. They're like, hey, you guys are going to go on the Zamboni. Uh, eight other people can go too. And there was like eight of us at the game. So we all <laughs> went down on the Zamboni with them. And what's so fun about being on the ice with the guys is that every you feel the joy that they must get every time they go out on stage or, or in public when people recognize them. People were so happy to see them. They're like, oh my God, screaming and yep. like cheering. And it felt like at me. So I was like, yes, <laughs> thank you. And they're like, we love you. I was like, thank you. Okay. But then this one guy had a great line. Right before we're getting off the ice, the Zamboni stops. And this one guy goes, you're not funny. You're not funny. And we all look up at him and our hearts break collectively. Yeah. And then he goes, you're hilarious. <laughs> and okay. I was I like, I don't wow. like this guy. I didn't like him, but he saved it. But like, yeah, because for a second there, my soul died. Yeah. And then it was all, he just waited for us to look up, make eye contact with him. And he knew he had this button on his joke. And then we're like, ah, pretty good. I don't know. Yeah. No you're out on that. I'm out. Did you root yeah. for the Devils? I always root for the home. I'm not a big hockey fan, so I root for the home team wherever I go. And any New York, New Jersey team. You told me you were an Islanders fan. Oh, I told you that because you're a big Islanders fan. And I went to an (laughs) Islanders game and they were the home team. And so I cheer for them. Yeah. I like them more than other teams. Okay. You've seen them win. I just feel like you maybe lied to me because we were in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. For the Joker's cruise and we were talking about hockey. And I said, oh, I'm an Islanders fan. And James said, oh, I'm a huge Islanders fan. My girlfriend and I are huge Islanders fans. No way he said that. And there's a Tampa Tampa Bay Lightning game tonight. So I was like, oh, I'll buy tickets. So True TV bought tickets, eighth (laughs) row. Because James and his girlfriend, or Phoebe, are such big Islanders fans, but now I'm finding out that that wasn't well, really the case. Wow. Well, Danny, a couple <laughs> things. You you interpreted, though, like you read a text message where it's like, where you left out all the sarcasm that I had when I said it. It's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm a big Islanders fan. Like, I went to a game and they won the game. There's a lot of fights. I was like, so now I love them. But I was like, I'll cheer for any team. Which okay. And also, the Lightning didn't even play the Islanders. They played the Las Vegas team when we were there. They did. Yeah. Uh, Danny's really turned up this season. He's turned up. <laughs> he's and like calling you out. <laughs> he's angry, Danny Green. Yeah. But also, as long as we write it off, we didn't pay for those tickets. No, right? we did. That's untrue. Yeah, right. That's but nice. don't tell AT&T, our new corporate sponsor. They're no, they'll not cut this. Be happy they won't pay the thousands we spent on those tickets. <laughs> I, I will say, so like, like Murr doesn't drive that much. Yeah. And similarly, in this bit, Murr also didn't drive that much. He kept pulling over to like punch someone or <laughs> who did he punch? grab who was, something. Who was the guy he punched? Oh, I forget I who that is. That is... Mer, they say his name in the show, but that yes. is actually Murr's personal trainer that we got. Oh, fine. Uh, we went through his assistant and got his personal trainer's info because we figured that guy can take a punch. Uh, <laughs> and so that's why. And it wasn't a real punch. It was yeah. It was definitely like, like a stage. Well, Mer, I will say the camera through. angle didn't do it justice. <laughs> but from his eye there, line. From, his, from the person in the back seat's eye line, definitely. it does look like uh, it, it nailed yeah. uh, the guy. Give me one sec, bud. This guy. Owes me money. Just keep it, keep it on me. One sec. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh my God! He clocked shooting. No, no. But also, you see uh, the dude in the back of the cab texting. He's texting the cab company, which was actually our producers, <laughs> or what he thought was the cab company. He texted oh, really? our producers. This guy is crazy. And then one of our producers, I think Christian Eston, who's our locations guy, uh, one of our locations guys, got back to him and was like, "Oh, what happened?" He's like, "He." you know, just pulled over and punched a man and like listed all the other crazy stuff that Murray did in there. But that's a little, a little behind wow. the scenes. What for was you. Uh, speaking of behind the scenes? Yeah. How, how did they get 
people for this cab company. So we we posed as a cab company. Yeah, we were well. We worked with a real cab company. Right. I don't know the name of it. We don't work with the same car company we had last time because we forgot to say their name in the intro, <laughs> yeah. and so we, they wouldn't use us this time. This and now classic. I forgot their name, so yeah. I can't even use it now. So it's a different classic cab jokers. company. But we work with them to get the cars. Wait, Danny, what your phone's Danny, going what off? You? What's going on, bud? Uh-oh. What's Is up, AT&T bud? AT&T auditing you? What's my, going on? My wife has dinner ready. Oh, wow. Oh, you guys want to wow. come over? Nowhere near your house. <laughs> yeah, you got to tell her that you're yeah. coming home late and that you're turnt. Yeah, you're stuck in the Joker's cave. <laughs> yeah, Danny Green is turnt this season. With a couple of Alfreds. Oh, okay. Uh, so the company, how did, now how did we get people there? We basically booked through this company. And they, every company now kind of has like an app, like a Lyft or an Uber. And so when they call for a car, we go and uh, we pick them up instead. Wow. And so I, people are, I, I liked that that one woman was like, I haven't been in a car like this in a long time because <laughs> yeah. everyone's using like Uber and stuff. Well, that's but. also a funny thing. Like we always get what we think the home audience would expect like a cab to look like. So instead of just getting like, cause now in like Uber and Lyft and whatever, you just get whatever car somebody oh. drives. But we always try to get like, oh, like, a Lincoln Town Medallion. Car is probably what people imagine getting picked up in. Right. Or something more like a Crown Vic or, or whatever. So that's what we, we aim for. And when we can do it, great. If not, we'll give you whatever we can cook up. I'm happy with the way that the car looked. I guess it, when, you, when you describe it like that, sometimes there's things with Jokers where I want a little bit of um, Grit? stage art. No, like <laughs> I want it to look like what I assume it would look like. So if it's, you know, if they're at a barbecue place, I want it to look like that. Or if we're making a fake event that's like um, a gallery, yes. I want it to look like a gallery. Exactly. Like uh, if we were at a barbecue place, I was like some trendy Williamsburg garbage place that doesn't look like a like a down-home southern barbecue, we won't go there. Yeah, I'm tapping We out. need a place that looks like a barbecue place to film there. And just like a supermarket that looks like a supermarket is oh, yeah. our next bit. All right. Uh, now, the second challenge happened in the supermarket. And before we jump into that, there's two things that we want to discuss. One is Joe's new do. It's oh, a big change. Great. What do you think? I love it. Love it. Upgrade? Love it. Absolutely. 100%. Do you miss the old hair? Not in the least. I'm with you there. I feel the same way. I, t- I was one of the biggest proponents of him with this new haircut. He was that we were at a, actually like a party like around the holidays that was like themed Mad Men yes. style. And he did it yes. at this party. And Bessie, his wife, was like, I really like it. And then everyone was like, oh, you look great. And we were like, hey, maybe. And he was like, maybe I'll do this for the next season. Maybe it'll be my new look right. for next season. Yeah. And then I didn't think he was really going to stick to it. No. He's killing it. I know. But the best was... He came to the producer's room one day and he had that haircut. Q came in 10 minutes later and just goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> Joe, you can't. And he, and Joe's like, no, I'm doing it. He's like, no, you can't. And he's like, I, I mean, you can. He's like, you're pulling it off, but I just don't believe it. He's like, you've had spiky hair since I've known you. Since you were like 14 years old at Monsignor Farrell, you've had spiky hair. That's yeah. your thing. It's true. Cute. I can't. He's like, buddy, I love you. You can do it. You pull it off. It's not that I don't think you can pull it off. It's just, it's you. I miss the spiky hair. The way he had it was yeah. like, I, it's not that I don't think you could pull it off. I don't think you'll do it. Yeah. I think it's like, I think he was like, you're too addicted to the spikes. Yes. You know? And when you really? challenge Yogato. That's what he thought. And rise to that challenge. Strange coming from Q, who's had beards, no beards, long hair, no hair. But that's Q's right. personality. He's uh-huh. saying, I know Joe, jo- I know Joe, Joe and like, change. I think that Joe is spikes for life. But it turns out, Joe likes a, you know, like a, a cool dad look, you know? I personally love it. Joe can do no wrong. Very fashionable, beautiful man. Yeah. and then He the other, listens to this podcast, so I make yeah, sure. To you know, the thing, I've never seen Joe unshaven. The other guys all have had beards or semi-beards. It got lasered a, off. All of it lasered off. <laughs> <laughs> Gatto had a goatee. I think we pulled it out once for a challenge to like show a photo of him. He's like eating eating an ice cream cone. You might be able to find it, but he had a goatee for a while. Uh-huh. Not, not the best look for him. Yeah. yeah. But he likes a clean shaven and he looks good. Yeah. I would like to see Joe maybe with a mustache one day down the line, maybe not on the show. I like a mustache on a man. It'd be great if Gatto had one. I we would need I, I, does he do it? I, I've just never seen it. I've never even seen him with stubble. Could. I've seen him with like I've seen him with like a, a day's a, growth. A, no, like a day or two. Yeah. It grows pretty fast. But I, I yeah. don't think he likes it. James, you have a mustache, and you advised me months ago never have a mustache. 
I did say that to your mustache. Yes. Oh, wow. On the cruise. We play nothing but mind games with each other. No, your mustache was great. Thank you. You have a weird thing where your, your mustache almost makes you look younger. Like where sometimes facial hair makes yeah. people look older. Right. Yours, I mean, not that you look old. I'm just saying it, it, it's got a shagginess to it that yeah. feels very young. Uh, well, I got, I had to get rid of it. Human resources was, a lot of people were complaining. It was <laughs> too, too macho you in looked, the office. Yeah. yeah. Too turned. <laughs> too turned, Danny. <laughs> Um, uh, so the other then, thing, yeah, yeah another yeah, big change of the intro in the show. You may have caught it. Murr no longer says, I want my mommy. Right. Yeah, he grew up ah, like a boss. <laughs> so that's what James Murray will now be saying for 26 episodes and specials going forward. Which I'm happy about. Eight. I love the way he says like a boss. Yeah. It does not fit fit with the, the pinata at all. <laughs> no, it does. Like a boss. It's funny. It kind of like throws off the rhythm of that. It's, it's like the intro song almost because like, you're so used to it. And you're like, wait, what happened? But that was the change. But he actually wanted it because he doesn't say I want my mommy in an episode. That was from a bit that was in a special. Like yeah. that, like from season one right, in a candy right. store where he's like kicking and screaming and saying, I want my mom. And he's like, no, I should have something that's like, you know, really from an episode. And also he bought uh, like a boss merchandise and trademarks and stuff like that. So <laughs> He did? Oh, no. There was no, way. no Rick no, Ross so. has that. Rick Ross. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rick right. Ross is going to start coming at Murr. Oh, man. They should go in business together. <sighs> I know. They should open a supermarket, boom, segue into this Bang. next bit. Nice Clean up on aisle 12 <laughs> is what we call it. Maybe one of my favorite starts to a bit, Sal Ney saying that the bit will not work right. and that no one will do it. What person in their right mind is going to take a gallon of milk and throw it onto the floor because You've I... You've been saying this all day, bud. Somebody will smash milk. Let, 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 let the audience look behind the curtain. This came across the desk and I said, I don't think it's going to work. And we're going to be in the supermarket all day. You don't have a desk. Where were you sitting? Yeah, Whose desk were you at? <laughs> and he does this a bunch. He does this uh, sometimes where we pitch ideas. If you've seen an episode of the show, you've never seen this before. This is what happens every time an idea comes up. And my favorite thing is we, <laughs> the Jokers all rank ideas. We all come up with them and they rank them one through three. Uh, one being the best, three being the worst. Sal gave this a two. So he said like, yeah, that's okay. That's like a B. Go yeah. ahead and do it. Uh, but I then thought the ranking was of, one to four. Well, four just mean it used to be. But then four just meant it was killed. We don't shoot fours. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And so he ranked it a two, which meant like, yeah, that's good. Go ahead and shoot it. That's fine. But then day off, he's like, this isn't going to work. I can't believe it. And he was, uh, fortunately for us, <laughs> proven wrong. Uh, and it was a really funny bit. I mean, that lady who Q said looks like little Deadpool or whatever, <laughs> that killed me. But she was so in. I loved yeah. it. I love watching New Yorkers just be like, okay, here's how she, I'm going to play it. She was incredible. She honestly like... It's it's tough nowadays. There's so many seasons that we've had to be like mark of best mark of all time. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, she's in the running. Really? She's up to she was so exciting. Oh, thank you for holding it. You're welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank so you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Like the fact that like, you know, like like oh, this is what you think it's going to be? No, it's actually quite the opposite. I and, loved her. And Casey's right. And that's why she is currently season eight's mark of the year. Boom. Ooh. Boom. Early, She's early the one boat. to beat for She's sure. She's the front runner. I don't know, uh, Dan, if we can sting that with any kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. music to make it sound more important. But this is yeah. the season eight mark of the year. Even little it, Deadpool lady. Really? <laughs> Even if it's just like the uh, the music from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Like the diddle yeah. diddle <laughs> Something, whatever it is. I have to tell you, I like an 803. Oh, well, hey, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, what the hell are you doing, hey, dude? Come on. That's in the future. Keep the fans coming back for more. That's, Ooh, that's a bit of a teaser. That is in the future. 803 fact, has one of my favorite oh, marks. In fact, in the future, we actually are going to have a Zodiac reader, uh, astrological reader, talking about the, the guy's astrological signs and breaking down and thinking of their future. Wow. So Danny Green's jumping to the future, and I'm going to let you know, later in this episode, you will hear that. That's so right. So get ready for that. Uh, but back to the supermarket. Well, let's live in the present. Yes. I mean, w which is living in the past, which is this episode that we all watched. Right. Of course. That makes sense. Yeah. You guys on board? Good. Uh, what was your favorite thing that broke? My favorite thing that <laughs> broke was probably the milk. Just because, again, little Classic. Deadpool lady. Um, yeah. 
What about you? Maybe the orange juice spilled out nice. I like the way it broke. Like the top of yeah. the thing broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I liked how that woman was like, I don't want to be responsible for the eggs. So I'll just like put them on a thing that might fall. But clearly like they <laughs> fell right away. Yes. So she was like, I'm trying to get away from like not doing it. But she did it. Yeah. You know what else I really appreciated? When Q and his Mark uh, were going to pour the popcorn out. He waited for her to pour the popcorn first. Mm. Like he didn't do it. He, you can see he takes a little hitch in his dump of the popcorn to make sure she does it first. And then once she does it, he's like, well, she did it. So now I'm dumping it too. Yep. So it really felt like he didn't like pressure her too much. So like it felt like a fair win. And then he does this little dance afterwards, uh, afterwards, which is like this dance he did in a Joker's promo for the movie Suicide Squad. Uh, where he played the Joker in the promo. You could find that online. It's the same dance. And it's because he says in it, like, sometimes people just want to watch the world burn. What I'm getting at is Q is playing Heath Ledger's Joker in that bit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, Good, that nice parallel. There, there's a lot in there. Like, if you watch, go That's back, rewatch fact. it, in his mind, he's doing a lot of Batman Dark Knight stuff. Mm. Yeah, so check that out. Who had to clean all that mess up? Oh, probably a PA. The Jokers don't. They, they wear white gloves on set. They don't actually <laughs> clean up their own mess. And I think the guys did, but then they I'm may have be, gotten I, help. If, I'm, if I had to guess, yeah. I'm going to say Sal helped clean. Q helped clean. That's it. If I had to guess. So maybe the PA is who, did, who helped clean is like this episode's MVP. You would think, but oh. Danny Green, you were wrong. Really? That's another segment on this show. <laughs> Okay. Then we're going to have Dan. Let's get some cool music for that. Maybe something like... Uh, yeah. And then like with a lightning crash. The right song, yeah, to lightning. the punishment is, our, is where we're getting our MVP from. So we, okay. should we talk about it in the punishment? Let's, let's do it, Let's babe. dive let's right in. Yeah. Punishment time. Here we go. Monster trucks. Can you Love it. Monster truck. Vroom, 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 vroom. Yeah. yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. <laughs> they actually... That's a thing we could not say. Really? Yeah, uh, Monster Jam said, do not say Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. They're trying to get away from that Why? version. Because that's what Ugh. all people think of. They're like, no, we can do more. You know why? Because they can do more stuff. And they were really- They do other days, you mean? <laughs> Monday, Monday, Monday through Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Please come out. Wow. Uh, we filmed this on a Friday, Friday, Friday. And the thing was, uh, they, have, like, they do other things. They can have like the cars do tricks and crush other stuff. I don't know. They had oh, a reason yeah. for it. Sometimes when you work with big brands, they have um, a lot of literature of things that they can and can't do. And they're for all these reasons that you might roll your eyes at. These guys had a good reason for it. Um, But yeah, we couldn't say Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. There's another one I forget. But um, yeah. But what a a, a fun thing. Like, especially since we've spent a lot of time in Murr's apartment. Oh, right. And we've seen the stuff he has in there. And we've, oh, right. we've played with these segues. We've, yeah, so we've done writing days sometimes from Murray's apartment. It's pretty close by to the office. And we'll go over Sometimes there. we want to like get a change of pace. And we right. just go, hey, Uncle Merck, we use your apartment. <laughs> and and he, for some reason, is fine with it. Mostly because he's got tons of cameras everywhere. Yes, yeah, so he goes, sure, no pictures. Those are the rules, pretty much. Is he there? He's not there. No. Okay, so do you guys do the lightsaber battles? Yes. yes. All right. And, <laughs> and another thing we do, and our and our uh, uh, comedy producer this season, Kim Congdon, yes. was obsessed with these Segway. We had Segway races around the island. Yeah, You've Casey and Kim apartment. are the best at them. <laughs> yeah. And he's so got the, a kitchen <laughs> island probably about three feet by five feet. I'm insanely fast and agile on Segways. Very like, nimble. Like famously. Really? But Kim was killing me. She really? was getting around faster and like, I, I was reckless, but she was killing it. But we saw all this stuff there, and we were like, hey, somebody needs to smash it. No, that's yeah. not really true. <laughs> no, we, the guys, the guys the were guys, like, they, so everyone like, knows that Murr's got these things. So, And they're, when they travel with Murr, he just like scoots away very quickly on his like one of his many Segway chariots, and they're left in the dust. Uh, they feel bad about themselves. So like, we're going to crush that and bring you back down to our speed. <laughs> and you're Sal, no Hermes. <laughs> and Sal's um, arcade machine. Yeah. Also, oh my God. I mean, that one breaks your heart. Yeah. It does it. That was from San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, I forget which year, but they only, they really only made one of them and Sal got to keep it. Yeah. They said this in the episode and uh, the other guys all wanted it, but he called dibs and by rules of dibs, he got to keep it. And uh, well, they yeah, that got, paid back. They 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 got him yeah, back for that. Learned. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, huh? But yeah, I mean, my my favorite part of it was the commentary. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us live at the Monster Jam in Prudential Center. I'm Joe Gatto, along with my favorite color commentary host, Brian Q. Quinn. Oh my God, Joe, I can barely contain my excitement. Two men who define wussy are locked behind cars right now. Uh, the commentary was the best. I would watch any sport with Joe and Q doing I think that's the commentary. Mm -hmm. I think I would like to watch that going forward. Because I also like the commentary when Murr was... Going around the uh, roller skating. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the roller rink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their commentary was great there. And yeah, I last season. Q and Sal, I mean, sorry, Q and Joe. And I think Q and Joe are like the masters at it. So to see them return to that sort of vibe. Yes. Danny Green, you just got a text again. Your wife is like. Dinner is in the trash. <laughs> you tried to. <laughs> you picked. What you tried to do is instead of turning off the sound, you covered it with a box. <laughs> Like, I've never seen someone I'm do that. I can't figure out how to turn the sound off. You, on do, this phone. you, you do the thing on the side. I mean, this Does is it go on the orange or this the guy or is not so, orange. This guy's so turned. He's like getting texts. <laughs> You're usually so good at being like, yeah. everyone silence your phone's like, oh, let's, go, let's get serious. This season, your turn. It's a new phone. I don't know. Well, how to turn Danny sound Green off. gets a thumbs down, and also a new <laughs> thing this year. We're keeping track of all the total thumbs down on the Joker's podcast. Whoa! And oh, really? so right now, it's Murr and Sal each have one thumbs down. Okay. It's very boring in episode eight hundred one, but by the time we get to eight twenty something, you guys will be thanking me. So then you know who lost the most challenges. Totes. So totes thumbs down. Daniel Sting. That was some cool music. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us back to our Joker's MVP. So listen, everybody, this is a big deal. Yep. Every episode this year, there's going to be a crew MVP. The Jokers are eligible. All four of them are eligible to win MVP. But this week, or for this episode, it goes to our location department's own Stephen Hopper. Wow. And we have, give it up for Hopper. What does he win? What does he win? He wins an interview with us. That's right here. All right, and we're here with our MVP of the season premiere of Impractical Jokers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Stephen Hopper. Yeah, hello, right. hello, hello. That's right. Uh, Thanks for coming on the podcast. You are the field producer now. You've been in the locations department, and now you're also doing field producing for the show. You've been around how many seasons? Uh, four now. Yeah. That's feels, amazing. Feels like a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what do you do? Just tell the fans like what yeah. your job is. In a show. nutshell, a lot of location work, a lot of releases, a lot of um, just anything that the producers come up with. It's my job to help kind of bring that to life. And often you're the liaison between uh, the location and the person who like manages that location and our production. Correct. That is correct. I'll always see you sort of uh, greasing the wheels in, in that way. That's a lot of my job is just uh, kissing ass and yeah. uh, making sure everything is just just fine. That's yeah. cool. And our fans, you've seen Hopper before. Uh, Hopper's man bun uh, features prominently in the last year's finale. Yeah. And so now you're right in kicking off the season as MVP. That's great. Yeah, I know. That's uh, and so part of the reason why you won, I mean, you could honestly locations could win every week. Uh, but this Monster Jam punishment almost fell apart, I want to say, 1,000 times uh, before we filmed it. It's very hard uh, just getting things done in, with a, a big arena like Prudential Center, with a big brand like Monster Jam, and just trying to figure out what exactly we could do, working with uh, the Jokers to figure out what exactly they could film, and all these ideas are getting back, pushed back and forth of like what the guys want to do and what Monster Jam can do and all this other stuff. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that process? Absolutely. Um, it is definitely with the Jokers and the other producers, it's a lot of back and forth. Um, and it's a lot of seeing what, what Monster Jam can do in the allotted time that they give us because we only have a very short window of time to do it. Right. And um, then obviously the biggest thing is safety and insurance. Like getting yeah. things approved on our show, you know, they're very um, detail-oriented about all the safety harnesses, all that kind of stuff. So we right. thought it a couple times it was going to go away just because we couldn't come to an agreement on what we could do in the allotted time that they gave us. Right. And that's why if uh, you watch the show, which I'm assuming everyone that's listening to this podcast has watched the show. Uh, if not, you should check out Impractical Joke. It's a very good TV show. <laughs> but when everything is getting crushed, there's nobody in the arena outside of our crew. That is correct. And that was because Monster Jam said. They were worried about right. like debris flying and hitting the audience. And um, or just hitting crew members like they just all the precautions that we have to take. So right. um, wow. what is one location that you think we'll never work with? Um, 
probably like an opera house. <laughs> we have been we have been trying to get that one for a long time. So if there's anyone listening, and you know an opera house, yeah, if you run to, an opera house, yeah, hit us up. Any of you opera heads out there, please hit us up. <laughs> that's Hashtag a, Joker's Podcast. But that's a good question. Are there locations that we could maybe now say like, hey, we're looking at these kind of places. So Opera House is one. Opera. Anything else that come to mind? Bookstores. I know that sounds like a silly one, but like, you know, the big the big boys like Barnes Noble don't want to work with us. And then they pretty much own everything. Cowards, I think. Safe to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do, they, do they want to go the way of Walden Books? Why don't they want to work with us? Walden yeah. Books? I've never heard of them. Borders. Yeah, well, they went out of business. A borders, yeah, all of them. They need us. No, that's what was the one with all the magazines? It was a really popular, in, at least in Texas. It was called uh, Hastings. That's it. Oh yeah, oh. I think I've seen that, but I've never, never been that there. Wasn't oh, Hastings here. was the it was the jam. Yeah. Oh, so okay. before you become Hastings, reach out to Hopper and and let us <laughs> shoot there. Anything else? Um, nothing much. I don't know if it's worth mentioning what Sal freaking out before he went out. Like he almost didn't go out. Is that worth mentioning? Oh, it's worth mentioning. Oh yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah. A little bit about that. He was uh, a little nervous, right? They were in those, uh, what are those? They're called it like a speedster. Yeah. They were in those monster jam speedsters and for a while. And was he getting claustrophobic or what was he happening? was getting very claustrophobic and they were having to redo the harness cause, um, and redo the helmet. There's a lot of things going backstage, like trucks being moved in and out loud. It's just, it was a lot. It's a sensory overload. Yeah. And he literally, um, uh, kudos to Chase, another producer. He really like calmed him down and, you know, got him to go out there. Cause he, he literally, I thought was going to have a breakdown. Wow. Incredible. I didn't know that. That's incredible. Thank you for that fact. Yeah. See, see, you have eyes everywhere. You know, you're always in the location. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Sal doesn't come oh. get me now. And we'll have eyes on you next week because you're in next week's episode uh, as well. I'm sorry you didn't win MVP next episode. You're okay. not, it's not going to be back-to-back for you. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. But you're <laughs> yeah. in the running for other episodes oh, so it's not, like, it's not like a Patriots deal over here where no. I'm going to win no, like every fucking mention their name. You're not Michael Jordan. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But hey, good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks, Hopper. Thank you. Beautiful. What a good guy. He's the best. I love Hopper. And not to give anything away, but Hopper has a romantic on-camera moment in uh, an early episode. It sounds like you're giving got, something away. He has a lot of those moments. Yeah. He's got a lot of those moments in his life. I, I have a picture of him that I took one time. It, it's like him just against like a sunset in New York City from our office. And I sent it to him. He's like, when did you take that? And I ran away because uh, I was embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, don't worry about it. So you just look good. That's great. I'm excited for more MVPs. Uh, I, me too. I, maybe we could win one week. Wow. And you We're get an in interview the with me? Yeah. That'd be fun. Wow. But also, guys, sorry you didn't win. Sal, Murr, Q, Joe, better yeah. luck next week. Yeah. But honestly, what will happen in the future? Well, why don't we find out, Kiss? That's right. Because we have an interview right now coming up with a person who takes Zodiac signs and breaks them down. We found out the, you know, the, we found out, we know the birth date of the guys. And so we sent it over to Marion Tortorella and she is an astrological affirmationist. And she, she like breaks down Zodiac signs. And she's also a musician. And we had a long talk with her and she broke down every single guy and us and turned Danny Green over here. Yeah. And, and I will say I was very dubious about this beforehand uh, she's pretty accurate. Yeah. Welcome back. And now, since this is season eight, we want to see what's in store for our stars. So we got a stargazer. That's right. Uh, somebody who's very close with the Zodiac astrological signs. Uh, welcome Marion Tortorello to read their futures. <laughs> what's in store for these guys? Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm thank so you. excited. Thank yeah. you. You're so welcome. Well, before I start the I just want to say, Mariana's going to tell your future. Now she says something very bad. Don't blame it on Mariana. Blame it on the stars. Okay. okay. See, this is Nona talking. Oh. Yeah. She's so on the other side, and she's speaking through Mariana. And a great, 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 great Nona was the psychic to the Medici. Wow, okay. Oh, so really? the Medici family in Italy. Now, wow, that's you, crazy. you don't believe that, <laughs> deep in. you go to the Uffizi and mm-hmm. you will see her ghost. Okay. Wow. All right. So, we're season speak- nine. We're kind of speak- <laughs> we're speaking through N- Nona. Yeah. A great grand yeah. Nona. <laughs> Which is great because the guys are all at least half Italian. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's a connection there already. I love this. This is fantastic. And also, you guys can't see this, obviously, on the podcast. That's mm-hmm. uh, the medium that we're going through. 
But there's a uh, a very nice uh, cloth on the table yeah, like a with a lit cloth. candle. Yep. candle. And what kind of stone is this? Or a That's gem? a Herkimer diamond. Okay, Whoa. just to be checking, Marion is back. <laughs> okay, I love it. I just want to know who I'm speaking with. I want to make sure that I'm I'm being polite about who I'm speaking with. So, Marion, I'm very excited. That, what what is all? What's this, the symbolism of all this? Well, this is just a cloth that gives it some uh, atmosphere. <laughs> okay. And the, <laughs> it's already downgraded. I thought this was like a special cloth. I this was, yeah. down through generations. Well, <laughs> I picked this up at Bed Bath & Beyond on the way in on 23rd Street. Okay, yeah, that's good. I, well, I, I like to cover the table with <laughs> yeah. the other energies and sure. just have my energy on it. Gotcha. Flart. And Love then it. the crystal is if somebody's crying or having a hard time or they want to get their negativity out, I ask them to hold it. Oh, we should have that yeah. at all times on set for the guys. Like someone cry. It's not if, it's when someone cries yeah. on set. And this crystal is it's not like not a conflict crystal, is it? It's it's okay. It just absorbs energy. Oh, okay, great. So if you have a negative energy, okay. Yeah. It'll take it in and then tradition is you then put it in the sunlight and the sunlight cleanses mm. cl- will cleanse the crystal. Great. Before we get started, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I wonder if you've known enough about me and James to guess our signs. Did you tell? Did you tell her our birthdays? Yes. Oh, okay. But can you? But without. <laughs> but if you didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, Danny Green told you that. <laughs> You're um, Casey, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> so yes. Should we work on you first? Um, I I don't well, know. No, actually, the fans want them. Why don't we talk yeah. about the uh, the four jokers first? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I, guess, I guess I won't let my Gemini ego get in the way. Oh, the well, duality of a Gemini. Is that right? They and the this. and the talk, 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 yep. talk, talk. Yeah. There we go. I mean, I'm a mysterious Scorpio. That's what I do. What can we look forward to happening to Joe in the next six months? Well, and I also had a question. Will he stick with his new... Do? His haircut? His hair? Oh, will he stick Great with Great question. Uh, smart money is on yes, because he's getting... <laughs> He got teased a little bit by the guys. Yes. And I know Joe is very anti-bullying. So if anyone's going to bully him a little bit, he's going to just stick with it all the way through to, to basically so fight that bullying. His, how long is his hair that they teased it? Oh, well, he might not have his hair long enough. He'll have, <laughs> I don't think his hair is long enough to tease yeah. actually, like, when you tease hair. But he's been teased quite a bit by the guys. But I think at well, the same time, they, they like it on him. Yeah. Actually, I was going to say someone coerced him Mm. into changing his hairdo. The reason I say this is because Joe, being a Gemini, also Mm. he's very into beauty. He's got sun conjunct Venus. Yes. Yeah, he is. He's very fashionable, always has like fresh shoes, wears a lot of sparkling lavender shirts. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of watches. Yes. And he's also very intellectual, so he might even read Vogue magazine. Who knows? Yeah, mm. maybe. Definitely. But, uh, fashion magazines and things. Never seen him read. <laughs> <laughs> although, yes. although, he's a confused sort. Yes. So he's very easily swayed by mm. other people. He listens to them mm. quite often. So, yes, I was going to say because he's had transiting Neptune. Neptune has to do with confusion sometimes when it's in a negative area. Yeah. And people would come at him, confuse him about who he is, what he looks like, you know. Mm -hmm. So he had questions about himself. He still has questions about himself. Mm. While at the same time, I, I'm not exactly clear on what his moon sign is because we didn't have his exact time. This right, his exact time chart. of birth, we we were unable to find it. If you are, uh, if you deliver Joe Gatto and you're listening <laughs> yeah. to this podcast, yeah, please us send us in at hashtag Joker's Podcast and let us know what time he was born. So his moon, though, is in Virgo. So he's been going through some sort of. Not sure about certain things mm-hmm. while at, at around home area oh. where he's going to live. Although it looks like he has found some situation that he can bank on. I'm impressed. Yeah, he's well, he moved. just moved. Yeah, yeah, he's moved a bunch, and he's and and his last house he's like holding on to, and he's renting it. So he's but he's been back and forth with that house and what mm-hmm. he wanted to do. So these are things that are really accurate. I'm really impressed. Yeah. 
Mm. That's a grandma talking to That's me. That's the no-no. Do you, think he's, yeah. do you think he's going to have a third child? It's a little confusing mm. about this question. Mm. Yeah, because you think that maybe he's, instead of a child, he's just going to have like four he's or five still, more dogs. <laughs> right. He's still working on being sure about his career as well. I think that is true too. I yes. think he's, you know, cause he's, he's torn because he's such a good dad. Yeah. But he's also such a good businessman. He's on the right. road with the show all the time. He works so hard. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's probably confused. Like, you know, it, am I not putting enough time into either, but I think he is, he's, he's doing good. Tis confusion. But he's confused. Yeah. Tis confusion. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Boom. But I wouldn't worry about it. Everything passes. Everything changes. All right. Who's next? Who's next? Mr. Murr. Oh, Mr. Murr. Okay, Murr is, will Murr find true love? Wow. Will he find true love? Okay, let's see. Murr, he's got Jupiter, which is very beneficial, very close to the sun. He does everything exaggerated. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He does everything in a big way. Everything has to be done in a big way, although he is somewhat practical. I love yeah, this. I true. love this so much. <laughs> and he's got Uranus. Yeah, he dated and... her for a while. <laughs> yeah. He did a what? He dated her for a while, I think. Yeah. Yeah, between Neptune <laughs> yeah. and Pluto. He's definitely interested in Uranus. Right. And Venus, of course. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Although he runs from Venus. He's got Saturn square Venus. That is true. He does Yeah, run well, from she Venus. has a restraining order on him, I think. Is <laughs> yeah, that true? I think so. so he has to stay at least 50 yards <laughs> from Venus. Yeah. He runs from Venus. When he gets past his fear of his Venus. Mm, yeah. Big Venus. Fear. And commitment, because he wow. does not want to commit. This is correct. <laughs> he will find his true love. So, wow. Murr, if you're out there listening, get away from your fear of commitment, abandonment, Whatever it is you are afraid of, if you really want true love, you have to let go and let it come to you. Let it happen. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. Who do we think is next? you want to do Sal or Q? I got Sal here. Here we go. He's popping out. Oh, one of my four favorites. Oh, he's definitely popping out. (laughs) Okay, Sal. Volcano. What a name. Vulcan. Yeah. Yeah. Vulcan. Yes. Vulcan. Hades, right? Yeah, the underworlds. And all of the Scorpio that he has. Talk about the underworld. My goodness. Yeah, he's a nasty boy. <laughs> he's got what's called, what we call a stellium. Oh, he had one removed, actually. <laughs> he's got a lot of health issues. Wait, <laughs> no. what does that mean? What does it mean, though? A stellium is when there are four or more planets in the same sign. So this would make Scorpio really important. Wow. In his chart. And we have his exact time. Yeah. yeah. So he has Capricorn rising, which gives him a very business-like, when he walks in the room, you see a businessman. Interesting. That, that's true, because when he comes to set, if he's not happy about something, right, he lets, he lets everybody know. That yeah, he, we don't film it, basically. <laughs> if he doesn't like, it's exactly like in that game, in the second challenge, you, you saw he was like complaining about the bed. He's like, I don't know if this is going to work. Yeah. Guys. Like that. I wouldn't say he dresses like a businessman, but he, his, his demeanor his, is very much business. Yes, businessman demeanor. Even comedy is yeah. business. Yes. So it's business as usual. Yeah. Yes. And that's the Capricorn rising. He's got all of the Scorpio, so he's very secretive, very intense, and he's a real... Real career guy born on a full moon. Oh, wow. You know, wow. Werewolves, you know. Yeah. He's, he's a full moon guy. He does have Saturn in Leo. Okay, Saturn deals with restrictions and, in a negative sense, can be fear. So, Leo is a cat. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. a lion. So, my advice to Sal is that he go on a photographic safari to Africa. Okay. Yeah, so he likes he, vacations. So that he can be relieved of his fear of cats. That's, That's a good pitch. And any of our fans at home, if you're afraid of cats, a safari in Africa yeah. is the recommendation. Anything? Uh, is there a more budget option <laughs> to get it done in the tri-state? Can we send him to Petco? Well, you could always send him to a zoo. <laughs> okay. Or have him go to Petco and pet all of the Petco cats. So. Oh. I think actually the safari is sounding more uh, <laughs> yeah. doable at that point. Yeah. Um, his childhood, 
may have been a little bit. He was on the wrong side of the tracks. He's a bad boy. <laughs> Traumatic or, or just well, like Well, obstacles. Confusing. He did. He was very restricted. Oh. Uh, he was a mama's boy. So think, Is that what that means? <laughs> I don't know. But his friends last forever. Oh, that's, that's true. true. Hey, Venus in the 11th house of friends, trining Saturn, longevity. Saturn's the solidifier in this mm-hmm. case. And so he, he really, really tunes in to his old crowd. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. That's and they, fascinating. You know, it's, they're there for him. He's also somewhat, um, he may have some musical abilities. Hmm. He could probably he, sing yeah. better than the other guys. He can dance a little. He loves music. Okay, Neptune rules dance. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Meant, he's a big, yeah. He loves music. He's definitely like a big music guy. But he's very secretive. Yes. 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 Very, very. That's all the Scorpio. That's the underworld. So he, he hides things. He does not tell you everything he feels. He also has a temper. Mm. Wow. He can. Does That's he know? Does he know that he's he's yeah. hiding things? Does he know that he's hiding these things? Oh yeah, he's oh, very so it's so it's intelligent. Yes, he's the most likely Joker, I think, to have a go bag buried somewhere in his yard. <laughs> yeah, right. I can see that. Yeah. And now, what's what's coming up for Sal? Career things are going to start to happen. Um, Finally, <laughs> get that show on the road. Yeah, he's been doing a lot more stand up, so yeah. he's definitely like reaching new heights with. Uh, as a solo uh, person, you definitely check out his tour. So, who's next? Q. Brian. Brian yeah. Queen. Brian Q. Well, you do like adventure. You are yes. very, very much into adventure and taking risks. That's yes. the Mars trying Venus. He loves doing pranks and risks. He loves yeah. doing pranks. That's right. That's yeah, the whole thank show. God. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's a real prankster. Yes. You've been sort of dealing with mystical things in a way. You've also been dealing with maybe your eyes are changing. Things are a little confusing to you visually. Mm -hmm. You might need to get new glasses. Mm. I'll give him the heads up if he doesn't know already. (laughs) Uh, Will Q ever stop wishing he were? I think that if he he, um, did a show with the fire department, he would discover... That he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Ah, it's funny you say that. We actually did this once. We we had him perform a musical in front of his old fire buddies. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that. Maybe maybe, he wants to take that show on the road. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you, you have a really good career, and you are about to really explode in your career. Coming in your solar, based on your solar chart, okay, Jupiter and Sag. You can do very well this year. Great. With your career, provided you don't go into too much excess. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, that could be a trouble. (laughs) And also, you've got a little bit of a temper. I can see that. Oh, he's got a temper. Yeah. He keeps it in being the Pisces, the quiet, shy type. Right. Yeah. But you cross the line. Yeah, you get the horns. Yeah, a real... Explosion! That fish will become a whale and start <laughs> slapping his tail so loud yeah. that that everybody's got like. <laughs> That's how we think of you—a feisty Irish whale yeah. uh, slapping That's his incredible. tail at us. That's awesome. What about Casey? Will the Joker's audience? Did we do all the guys? Ever fall in love with Casey? Casey. Yeah. You are such a beautiful intellect. Oh yeah. yes, I very agree smart. Yes, very smart. Keep your head on your shoulders. It's tough. <laughs> don't don't get yourself into too much fantasy. It's okay to daydream, but don't don't get lost in it. Wow, good. You like to get lost in your daydreams. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's a daydream believer. Big time. Did you have my birth time? No. Oh, it was 9 p.m. So what I've uh, what I've heard, you tell me if this sounds right. What I believe is uh, I'm a Gemini sun, Gemini moon. So that's a double mm, that's Gemini. What I have. But with a, uh, a rising, a Capricorn rising sign. Okay, I've been told see. that in the past. Six to eight, no brag. Eight to 10, Don't mean to 12. brag on you. <laughs> okay. No big deal. Eight, eight to 10. But the moon is different. Could be in Cancer. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's very possible you have a Cancer moon. Uh-huh. What's that mean? 
Cancer Moon, is that like Uranus? That changes yeah, what that's I That's why you got to go see Dr. Frank. <laughs> There's yeah. stuff around water. You have to check out your plumbing. Is okay. that a euphemism or does he really have to check yeah. out his plumbing? He's got to check out his house plumbing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay, good to know. I've definitely, <laughs> we've had issues in the past, so I'll, I'll double check that. Thank the house you. plumbing, mold, whatever. But you're a true, true lover, true to form. Yes. You don't deviate. Fundamentally sound. <laughs> very, very creative. When is Casey going to die? Oh, that Can you I tell don't. us that? That I... The Grim Reaper, Danny Green, coming in hot, episode okay. 801. I'll tell you exactly. Just, just mouth it to me. In case you Nobody don't. dies. Oh, yeah, oh. that's true. Lucky you. I believe that. Wow. wow. That's, yeah, that's pretty, I feel like that's accurate for me. For I, sure. I would say so. And now I'm terrified to hear mine. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm a Scorpio, November 3rd. Okay. Same Wait. birthday? Really? Dan Semitovich, and we just realized that they wow. had the same birthday. Our audio guy and James McCarthy, Brother, same birthday. I, there was a twin that I never met. No, <laughs> no. Wait, so really? what's his moon what? sign? Okay, his moon is in Cancer, so he, you, you're a family man. Yeah. You're a total family man. Totally. And you love your wife very much. A uh, lot of pressure. Girlfriend. Of pressure. <laughs> Girlfriend. But I do, that's true, yes. Yeah. And you come from a really, really happy-go-lucky Family. Definitely. That is true, yeah. Mother, father, very together, very supportive. Well, they're, they're divorced, but they're supportive. But <laughs> yeah. I will... I think they get along <laughs> yeah. very well. When if I wanted to play that up for a joke, I could, but they do get along, and my mom and my stepdad are great, and, like, everyone, yeah, like, they do get along Growing fine. up, you had a very supportive, like, balanced yes. family. Yeah, big, fun, Irish-Italian family. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, Irish and Italians get along great. Yeah, yeah. they do. They like to party. <laughs> Beer or wine, they're drinking something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now the moon sun happening is very good for relationships. Okay. And you're you're a true family man. So you would love to have children. That'd be nice. I do have a cat right now that's filling the <laughs> void, Kiki. Yeah. Shout well, out. She listens to the podcast. Yeah. Don't bring Sal. Well, bring Sal around. I'll bring him around? Yeah, bring Sal and let cat. him uh, pet, pet, the cat? pet your cat. Yeah. All right, Sal. Open invite to come over the house <laughs> anytime. Great. Now, Meet the you, wife. Yeah. <laughs> and you, good friends, good career, very creative. Mm, very it's a great show, I'm telling you. It's a very good <laughs> career. Very that's right. Yeah. You're secretive too, though. Ah, Scorpio yes, that's coming true. Out. Yeah, and for sure. when it comes to speaking, don't be afraid to say what's on your mind. I believe that, and <laughs> I believe that this fortune teller is... Telling the truth. Wow. Is fortune teller the right term? Can I say that or not? Uh, or is that like masseuse where you're like I'm not really supposed to use it? I'm really an astrologer. I'm a okay. clairvoyant, clairaudient astrologer. Well, okay. I said what was on my mind and I blew it. So <laughs> but, I will now go back to. But, but you could call me a fortune teller. <laughs> okay. And, and yeah. I'll go back to a previous life where they burnt me at the stake. <laughs> All right. A little bit of temper now and then, although you do. Hold it back. It's yeah. Inside. It's inside. It's a lot of let internal it, tears screaming it. into a pillow and no one's watching. I don't do that. You got to punch yet. the pillow. Punch it? Yeah. Really? When you're really mad, just, just be That's up. okay. I've never <laughs> done it. I'll try. I don't punch. I don't like punching anything. Yeah. But yeah. If you're holding it in and you're mad, just make believe whoever you're mad at, just punch the pillow. All right. Ooh. Yeah, I think well, you handle frustration well. If you're frustrated with the show or something like of that, Of course, you yeah, it like a well. true Irish Catholic... <laughs> I'll push it down Irish until it Catholic, disappears. Good, good, good boy. <laughs> yeah. But you, you hide things too. You keep things inside, I think. And then uh, true friends, very, very true friends. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. got a bunch. Friends forever. Yeah. And you're a good writer. Oh, yeah. oh uh, this is, I don't, I definitely believe Did in you astrology now. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> wow, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. You're right. Yeah, it's true. You just posted the photo of you and your two, but like very close friends from NYU. Sixteen years ago, you met you guys. Yeah, met? and we all write together and do yeah. comedy together outside yeah, of here. You're a very excellent writer. You may put on weight next year. Next year, I'm gonna put. Well, I'm dieting well, now. Well, you could be putting on weight now because it depends on the manipulation yeah, you, of your I chart. I do. You do look a little. You look a little self. chunky. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> You want to know when Casey's going to die? You're calling me fat. I'm done. I'm, I didn't say fat. I just said right. a little, little chunky. Yeah, your body That's shaming fair. me. death shaming me. Yeah, don't death shame Casey. That, that would make sense because I am actually like, I'm going to the gym a lot now. So I could see me not going to the gym mm. as much. And last but not least, I, I, I'm really curious as 
I like, can't what's wait my, for what's, a little Danny Green. Yeah, I want to know if, if, if I'm going to be back on the show this year. Yeah. The Vanilla Clown's going to make it. What's going on with Danny? Danny, how's he going to do? Uh-oh. Is he going to jail anytime soon? <laughs> you have Virgo rising, so you're meticulous. Mm, yeah, and tell me all those signs. What's yeah, all those, what's you all do those plan signs? out the entire podcast. That's true. So yeah. I'm glad yeah, somebody's meticulous around here. Yes. Yeah, you felt like there was a little lag in your career going yes. on. That's, this, is, this was... This was the producing the podcast. <laughs> this is yeah, yeah. the highlight of the career. So I'm really hoping it. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're, You're really really too meticulous about this lag, though. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. But this is so fascinating, Marion. Thank you so much for doing this. It's like so important. I, I love this stuff. Obviously, like I knew yeah. about all the moon and rising stuff, so I got a kick out of it. I hope the people listening also did. I'm excited to see these futures. And before we move on, Marion, how can people reach out to you and maybe get a reading? Well, they can go to my website. Okay. It's www.woodstockastrologysuite. That's S-U-I-T-E. Woodstockastrologysuite, S-U-I-T-E dot com. Marion, thank you so much. Now listen to a little bit of Marion Tortorella's beats right now. Check this out. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you, Marion. Thank, thank you, Nona. You're so welcome. I love you guys. You're beautiful. Love, love you too. You. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, that's amazing. I love our futures were told. This is great. Yeah. I'm excited great. for season eight. Season eight. That was our oh. first episode. We got uh, plenty more. I'm very excited for this season, legitimately. Well, me too, man. Um, next week is great. The week after is great. Yeah. I'm so pumped about I'm this. I'm pumped. Yeah. Uh, so on behalf of me, Casey Jost. James McCarthy. Danny Green. Uh, say it, the, the, your new name. Turned. Oh, turn Danny Green. That's right. Yeah. That's how you have or to say. Or is it Danny Green? Turn. What do you no, think is better? Turn yeah. Danny Green. Turn Danny Green. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll work on it. And Dan Sabatovich. <laughs> thank you, yeah. Dan. All right. On behalf of all of us, thank you for listening. See you next week. Make sure to subscribe. Bye. 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 Bye.